Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Motivation Mindset. This is a podcast about getting stuff done without all the stress. I'm Risa Williams. I'm a therapist and the book author of The Ultimate Time Management Toolkit and The Ultimate Toolkit Books. And if you'd like to work with me on getting stuff done, join my Get Stuff Done Goals group. We meet every month on Zoom, and you can sign up at any time by visiting risawilliams.com. I'm also excited to announce the launch of The Motivation Mindset Yearly Planner. It's a journal where you can work on goals and use tools discussed on this show. It has beautiful illustrations and quotes, and it will make a wonderful holiday gift. I hope you'll order it at risawilliams.com. And now for another episode on how to tune up your daily mindset. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show for another episode of The Brain Boost. And joining me today is my friend, fellow therapist and author, Erica Curtis. And she and I are going to talk about the subject of gratitude and appreciation. So welcome, Erica, back to the show. Hi, Risa. It's good to be here. And I just want to start out by saying I appreciate you, Erica, and everything you do. You, Risa. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. So even just saying something like that, studies have shown that gratitude isn't just beneficial for our brains, it's good for our hearts too. According to UC Davis Health, gratitude is associated with higher levels of good cholesterol, lower levels of bad cholesterol, lower systolic and diastolic blood pressure, both at rest and in the face of stress. It has also been linked with higher levels of heart rate variability, a marker of cardiac coherence, or a state of harmony in the nervous system. So just by expressing your gratitude, you have regulated your nervous system and your heart. That's like a drop the mic moment, Risa, right? I mean, that's just like, (laughs) right? (laughs) And I'm out. Thanks for listening. I'm out, right? Go say thanks to somebody. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, say thank you. We don't say thank you enough. We don't say thank you to ourselves enough, our brains and bodies. We don't reach out and actually thank people enough. We might do it in our heads, in our imaginations, but we really, really don't thank people enough. Right. And then add to that an authentic thank you. Right. right. Yeah. Look, then adding the authentic feeling, right? Like evoking the feeling of gratitude when we say or communicate thank you, right? Because yeah, there's the, like, that's the trick is not just at saying the, it, looking at the floor, mumbling it under our breath. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We're just tagging it onto an email. Thanks for sending this, whatever. Thanks. We're not connecting with the emotion. So again, in order to get this great benefit to your heart and your brain, you actually have to feel it. You have to really feel the gratitude. Even for a few seconds, it will make a big difference. So Erica, how do we connect with that feeling instead of just doing it lip service? Well, I think really considering, it doesn't take long to consider what specifically we're thankful for. Why are we saying thank you? Where is the gratitude, right? How did this person or this act enhance this moment, enhance our day, make our job a little easier, help us feel seen or acknowledged? Uh, And so if we get more specific with ourselves about where that thank you is coming from, Mm-hmm. Um, it gets conveyed even sort of automatically when we communicate it, right? Because when we feel that feeling, our nonverbals, our facial expression, our smile, our posture, our eye contact, it will communicate 
even more than the thank you itself. Connect with it by actually feeling it and maybe thinking of a specific thing that resonates with you, right? Because that makes the thank you more special is if you're saying something specific and then feeling it. That's right. And and saying it out loud, right? Like even right now, the start of this podcast recording, uh, when I said thank you, I said thank you for having me here. Yeah. Thank you for having me on, right? Um, That's a very specific thank you. And and I really, truly enjoy being here. And so when I give you that feedback and I say thank you, and I think, well, why? And I share that with you. You know why. I know why. And then I feel the joy that comes with that. Yeah. And when I feel it and say thank you back and that I really enjoy having you on the show, it's like a positive feedback loop we've created. We're exchanging that energy. It makes everyone feel better. It increases the feeling rather than me just thinking it, you know, in my own head. So again, expressing it verbally, expressing it in writing. These are all good ways to say thank you. I also want to talk about internal thanking yourself, Mm -hmm. thanking your own brain. I know you and I have joked on other episodes. I talk to my own brain. Like I just say, hey, brain, thanks for getting me through this thing. I know it sounds weird, but I think athletes do this too. And other people who are in high stress situations, they thank themselves. They say their own name, They've done studies where you say your own name to yourself and it perks your brain up like your brain is listening as though someone else is talking to it, Mm -hmm. you know, so use your own name and say thank you for doing this. Get the same oxytocin is released in our bodies when we say thank you to other people, you get it toward yourself as well, as Mm -hmm. well as just the general feeling of appreciation. So another way if thanking feels too hard sometimes The word appreciation is sometimes easier for people to connect with. And you can start with even appreciating inanimate objects. Like, I'm so thankful for this computer. This computer works so well. If I didn't have this computer, I wouldn't be able to do the Zoom call right now. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just so thankful for that sandwich I just ate or anything. If you start with inanimate objects, it almost makes it more of a game you're playing to thank the things around you a little more. Yes. You know, and then you well, can move on to people. Bridge to then thinking your brain, right? Which yeah. is an object in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it can help create that bridge because sometimes people have a hard time appreciating themselves or giving appreciation to themselves. They're not used to it. They maybe didn't receive it growing up. Um, they maybe don't hear it a lot. They maybe feel like they don't deserve it. Um, it can make people feel really uncomfortable yeah. appreciating inanimate objects and then branching over to appreciating your brain. Um, is that just step closer to appreciating yourself? And you know, Risa, I was, I was listening to you talk and thinking a little bit more. I think the way I give myself appreciation is by using phrases like, you did it, yeah. right? Like that's kind of a different flavor of like, yeah, okay, you did it. Like right? motivational it, self-talk, which you'll like hear therapists talk about a lot. Yeah, I never really thought of that as appreciation, but it is because it has the same qualities of I see you, I acknowledge you, and I acknowledge something that you have done to contribute to my life. Right. And and so when I say that to myself, like you you did it. You got you got through the day. Yeah, you good got job. Keep going. Look how Keep... far you've come. All yes. these phrases. It's, of... it's like a thank you. It's got a yeah. different flavor, but I think it's pretty similar. 
Well, it's why it falls under the umbrella of self-love. That's a very popular term right now that you'll hear a lot of people using in the self-help world because self-love is showing your self-love, showing your self-appreciation and gratitude. And it's all connected. Like expressing gratitude and appreciation is really expressing love in some form. It gives you a healthy boost. It gives you a boost of good feeling chemicals in your brain mm -hmm. that maybe makes you feel more motivated too. Because as Erica's saying, when you say things to yourself, like you did it, good job, you feel motivated. Now your brain is more on board with doing the next task versus avoiding it or maybe procrastinating it. Right. And I think the other side of that then is the thank you. Mm -hmm. or the gratitude, right? Or the yeah. receiving of the gratitude, right? Like, hey, I really appreciated that article you wrote. I got a lot out of it. People mm -hmm. will minimize. People will respond by deferring, oh, no, it wasn't that great. Or, oh, no, well, I couldn't right. have done it without so-and-so. Um, and so, or even our own self-talk, right? Like, like, all right, you, you did it. Yeah, but you could have done it sooner. It's like, <laughs> all, we do, all we want to do is argue. You yes. know, for the negative, for the criticism, yeah. instead of receive the praise. And part of learning to receive the praise is what are you generating in your own brain throughout the day? Are you building up that appreciation muscle? So when someone appreciates you, you can actually let it in. It feels comfortable to yeah. you. Mm -hmm. If it feels very uncomfortable, that's a cue maybe to work on practicing that feeling. But you don't right. have to necessarily practice it in a difficult way. Like we're saying, you can practice it with objects. You can keep an appreciation journal where you're just jotting things that you liked from the day. If you're acknowledging it on paper, that's also good for your brain, as well as saying it out loud. Yes. And I never thought about this as an activity before, but we could even do like a reverse gratitude or a receiving gratitude yeah. journal. I think a lot of times gratitude journaling is focused on giving gratitude, which does help strengthen our disconnection with gratitude overall and probably improves our ability to receive it. But some people are very good at saying thank you and not so strong at receiving at hearing it. Yeah. At hearing it. So even reflecting over the day, did anybody show appreciation for you, either verbally or through some kind of act um, or gesture, a smile, a high five, or, you know, whatever it might be? How did you receive that? You know, one of the things that I teach my clients is to think about receiving a compliment or gratitude like you would a present. And if you really yeah. think about it, because some people even have shared with me that it feels selfish or arrogant to receive an act of gratitude or receive a thank you. But that, that feels I think wrong. that's the biggest thing I hear from people is that I don't want to look conceited. I don't want to look like I'm full of myself. That's right. When if you examine that from your rational brain, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> like <laughs> you arguing with the person who gave you a compliment is not making it an enjoyable experience for the for anybody, right? Yeah, or so yourself. I, so I teach my clients to think about it as a gift. Right. To think about when somebody says thank you or, hey, I really got a lot out of what you did. Thank you for making my day easier or whatever it might be. To think about it like they're actually handing a package, like a wrapped package and how that person would feel if you took it and went, oh, no, I don't really want this. <laughs> and then gave it yeah. back. Or if you took that gift and said, 
oh, thanks, but so-and-so really deserves this. And then you hand it to somebody else. The giver of the gift wants you to receive the gift. Yeah, just take the gift. Take the gift. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to make it so difficult. (laughs) Right? Even if you don't know what to do with the gift, just take it and, and say, thank you so much. For yeah. sharing this with me, for giving me this gift. Thank you for saying thank you. Right. Right. And, right. And then go journal later about <laughs> about your feelings it so about it. Or maybe write it down and then you can look at it on paper and engage different parts of your brain to analyze, you know, what you want to do with the compliment. But in the moment, it's okay to just say thank you. And if you have the energy to return the positive energy back by saying, and thank you for this. You know, we can get a little more generous about gratitude and not wait for these big, giant moments in our life to express it. You know, we can do it on a daily basis, back and forth, and practice it so it feels a little lighter. It doesn't feel so heavy when we practice it throughout the day. There's a study coming out of the University of Chicago in 2018 (laughs) um, that looked at why people have such a hard time saying, saying thank you. Uh, and I imagine it goes for the reverse of receiving thank yous. But one was that they assume the person already knows, that they assume that the person already knows that they're grateful. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and and secondly, that people feel insecure about effectively expressing gratitude. And this is kind of what you were just talking about, Reese. like, we're not used to doing it and we're not used to receiving yeah. it. We feel like, Oh, am I going to do it justice? And or am so I going to blurt out something strange or am awkward? I going to sound weird or come across yes. overly something, right? Is it going to create an awkward moment? But unsurprisingly, studies also show that people ref- prefer to receive appreciation that is awkward than to not. Than receive. none, of course. Because People in general are very quick to negatively evaluate anyone and provide negative feedback to people all over the place. You know, like if you look at reviews people post on products, like they'll just post any negative stuff Mm -hmm. out there to total strangers. There's not a lot of people reaching out and giving people genuine thanks. I hear this from, you know, people I've met who are celebrities or even semi-famous authors will say, you'd be surprised how few people actually come up to me and tell me they liked my book. Like I get a lot of weird reviews, but like if somebody sends me an email and says your book changed my life, like that blows my mind. I mean, I think we overestimate, we think everyone is out there thanking everyone, but we're not. That's right. Yeah. And it's so true. I mean, I received an email from somebody who was working in a pediatric ward of a hospital. This was like about just a few weeks ago. And it was it was a lovely email that she really put time into that said, I came across your book, Art Therapy Activities for Kids. I want to let you know we are using it with our pediatric patients. Um, and I just thought you'd like to know that you have helped people basically. And I just, I still, when I think of that email, it just like moves me. Thank yous go a long way with people. I'll never forget as a professor, I used to give writing classes. I taught the assignment where they had to tell me about, write a scene about a mentor of theirs. And I'd go around and I'd ask all these people as an undergraduate class, 
who changed your life? Who was your mentor? Like if we're thinking about movie scenes where there's a mentor and like Obi-Wan Kenobi or somebody who inspires you to do something great, who are those people? And most of the time, you know, people once in a while, someone would say a parent or a guardian, but a lot of times people would say a teacher, my elementary school teacher. I say, well, what's their name? I can't remember. And that would blow my mind. This person changed your life. The person who really inspired you, do you remember them? Did you reach out and say thank you? Mm-hmm. And so many, so many times after that exercise, people would say, you know what? I looked them up on Google. I sent them a thank you. Mm. Made me think like, hey, I never told that person. Aww. They had a big effect on me. And why don't we? Why don't we reach out to the people who mm-hmm. inspire us more? Well, it's interesting for me to think about, Risa, even that activity, right? How that inspired gratitude in a way. And, and absolutely, research has also supported that when we see people going above and beyond and we see people giving thanks, it creates this loop of wanting to go above and beyond and then giving thanks, right? And it creates this really positive loop. There was one study in the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill where they gave study participants um, a, uh, a manuscript to proofread. And they gave them a sample of a proofread manuscript that they thought was done by a previous study participant. And the person had gone above and beyond in adding extra um, corrections, more than they had been asked. And there was a handwritten note at the Mm -hmm. top from the study investigator saying, thank you so much for the additional proofs. It was really helpful to our study. Or something along the lines of that. Yeah. And and the participants who received that as a template versus participants who just received a template where there were standard proofs and no positive remark at the top, those people wanted to do more, wanted to proofread more, yeah. and sort of go above and beyond the instructions. And they also asked participants, all the participants, if they would like to be friends with the investigator. Oh, how funny. Those who saw the template with the handwritten note from the investigator appraised that person higher as being sort of friend-worthy than those who just had the interactions and didn't see that kind of extra gratitude. So that kind of goes back to what you were saying also about going above and beyond and not that we give thanks in order to manipulate people or get something back. But that that is just what happens, that people want to connect with you more, that it builds social ties. It makes sense, all the things that we were talking about earlier in terms of greater happiness, better immune functioning, better cardiovascular health, you know, better sleep, less pain from saying thank you. It's because when we're feeling safe and connected to people, which yeah. gratitude cultivates in us, our nervous system is working optimally. We can yeah. go into that rest and digest space where our heart rate and our lungs and our you know our entire autonomic nervous system is functioning optimally in a state of safety and connection rather than in a state of stress. Right. When you're thanking someone, like you're saying, you're helping that other person regulate their nervous system possibly too and creating like a safety there in that connection Mm -hmm. that maybe gives them a boost to do more good things too 
I think so. Thanks so much, Erica, for joining me today. And thanks to everyone out there listening. We truly appreciate you. And hopefully you'll take something away from this. Thank you, Erica. Thanks so much. Good to be here. If you're enjoying tools discussed on the show, please visit risawilliams.com and click on podcast. There you can learn about guests on the show, upcoming episodes, books, and my Get Stuff Done Goals group. You can also follow me on Instagram at Risa Williams Therapy. I'm Risa Williams and we're out of time. Thanks for listening.